0: Welcome to the Carbitrage Podcast, episode 166. I'm Eric Berger, joined as always by my co-host, Ryan Sinetsky. Hello, sir. Howdy. And Jana. Hi.
1: Hello.
0: How are you guys doing? Really good. You know.
1: I'm just chilling.
0: I, I found am out too. I, I got this fancy pizza here. It's very tasty.
2: I found out if I put my Google Chrome on dark mode, it doesn't look like I'm dead.
0: <laughs> I do that at work. Sometimes I have to do a meeting. <laughs> I'm look- i look amazing like. <laughs> <laughs> well i wouldn't go that far but you look fine um but anyway before we begin i am drinking a heineken this time still drinking
2: these delicious shapes and well, sizes
0: that's a big beer so that's totally fine and then i also would like to plug since we technically almost forgot last time patreon.com forward slash Carbitrage. What Patreon is, is a content appreciation support method platform thingy for content consumers like you to support content producers like us directly cutting out the middleman. Head on over to patreon.com forward slash Carbitrage and check out the two open-ended levels of support we have if you would like some swag and or just to support our drinking habits.
1: Yeah, I'm drinking a s'mores mocha from cafe astoria which is a local st paul cafe is it is is it delicious it is delicious and they like actually toast your marshmallow like a giant marshmallow and they toast it for you and if you're not drinking it in the store they put it in a separate cup so you you eat it while you're drinking your your s'more
2: i've
0: never been to cafe astoria it's
2: literally right down the street from cassetta's
0: oh that's parking super duper
2: shitty
1: No, No, it's it's across the street from the hospital, so all the street parking's usually open.
2: Oh, that's nice. I've never had to walk further than one block. I get it. That that was, like, pre-COVID, when Hmm. they were, like, swamped at all times. Nice. Okay. That's good to know. You should actually go there, because that's, like, fancy coffee. It's worth it. It's super yummy.
1: And there's lots of single women there.
2: Oh,
0: all right. Maybe I'll start doing podcast editing there, then.
2: They they are largely attractive, hmm. and if they're not largely attractive, they're just largely. They're uh, there for the
1: Instagrammable <laughs> drinks, so oh. you know they're.
2: Yeah, dude, that, that's where you should you should go because it's a pretty awesome shop. And Can you guys hear
0: yeah, this noise, fun. potato, in the background.
1: Yeah. I love that cat. Yeah, Jada. I really do like that cat. She's so very I good, like but
0: she is so noisy. I just called the vet today to schedule her like spay appointment because I'm convinced she is not spayed and is in heat.
1: <laughs> that could be possible, but I keep hearing the meows and it makes me happy.
0: Yeah, you should keep her meowing. She does it.
1: Jada.
2: So,
0: um, she'll be back up shortly, I'm sure.
2: My roommate's likely to come with me when I get my house, and I think I'm gonna have to just let him know that a cat will be happening in the house. Good. Because yeah, like, he, he can just have his own like place. But mm-hmm. cat, like, I'm these not
0: gates work not really well go. as long as your cat's not teeny. Because Jada can get through this gate, and Modi can't.
2: <laughs> I'm I'm mechanically inclined so I can just put some chicken mesh up there call it a day. fair yeah just put that up on the gate and just, like zip tie it on <laughs> we'll just have like a, a
1: catwalk throughout the house and then oh, that's where
0: cat the be. oh so cute I love They're little right. catios and those run around board things that people have in their houses it's so do you remember
2: cute. when Cole had that really cool like catwalk that went through his entire apartment my friend Cole had this, like, really cool catwalk that like, went through quite literally his entire apartment. It
1: was made all from natural, like, real wood, so it was, like, just a wall that was, like, tree. It a tree. Yeah, it was a tree inside
2: the house. It was really cool, and my friend Tyler made it, and, like, all the, all the carpet was, like, correctly colored to look like fall leaves <laughs> and everything. It was really cool. Like, it was, it was like. Well, the- <laughs> Like my friend Tyler, like all he ever does is he just works with like natural materials and does woodworking, and he made this like giant cat wall thing. So I'm super that ready. is
0: my kind of person, right there.
2: Yeah, super cool. Takes cating
0: very seriously.
2: Oh yeah, hundred
1: percent.
2: Cole, Cole's like the 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 only toler tolerable Subaru person, like, <laughs> exclusively Subaru person I've ever met, and like he's the guy like why I got my Subaru when I did and, like, why well, I got the job at Subaru, because I'm like, wow, Subarus are pretty cool, and Subaru people are cool, because Cole, Cole's cool. And I, like, not like, Subaru people, I'm like, ah. Oh, I made a yeah, huge Cole, mistake.
1: Cole. <clears throat> was a really nice guy, and unfortunately, he, like, he moved to Colorado, and then his, his kitty passed, which was really oh, no. sad, because yeah, because it was a really young kitten, and his uh, ex-girlfriend took their other cat, so I felt so bad for him.
2: Well, he's, he's got a good old, he's got a Corgo right now, if I'm not mistaken, so.
1: He's got some sort of yeah, cute goes. dog, but that's because he got a new girlfriend. Yeah, he, he's ah.
2: got he's just he's got a he's got a big bone cat at this point. So <laughs> it, it it is it, it is a dog. It's a cat. Oh. That's fine. Um yeah, so it's it's all right. So anyway. Well, i still he, super
0: sad that the kitty died though.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what happened, but it was sad, but you know, it had a it had a fun life. I mean, it got a tree on its wall, so
2: oh yeah. hey this is in our podcast notes but um since i've been, we've been recording here i've had this little Testarossa next to me it was actually my first wind up and go car i got as a kid
0: here i was gonna action. use that's really sad as a segue into my first story but no ryan has a Testarossa.
2: <laughs> This <laughs> that's and super are, cool actually even worry. Uh,
0: um the pop-up headlights anyway. are super neat
2: so this is really yeah it's got an active pocket pop-up headlights this dude this is like literally from 1990 so like it's from like when this car was new mori's
0: luxury has a testerosa for sale right now
2: i know it's very upsetting that i can't afford it um but yeah and the doors open it's super rad um and it's from mic toy it's actually made in japan like it's super oh, that's cool. why it's it's the, good yeah it's really rad but anyway so when i was a kid i always played with this that's it's all beat up and i broke the front axle but i fixed it uh, a, a couple of weeks ago, I noticed that there were normal screws to put this together because it was made in Japan, not China. Um, <laughs> I took two beer bottle tabs and I uh, put them to like push down the front axle. And now the front axle actually stays in position, it sits really nice and low. And I can wind it up and it'll go. So that is what it was intended to do. Yeah, so that, there you go. That's that's kind of cool. I, I got a fun story about a Ferrari that was gonna well, be a segue.
0: Congratulations, Ryan. <laughs>
2: Yeah, that's fun. It's also my favorite to- Ferrari. Well, that's, a, that's really- a
0: positive thing about Ferraris. And then I now have a negative thing that contains Ferraris.
1: Don't worry,
2: I've got a positive that will follow this up.
0: Okay, that's good, because a- we're going to need it. So you guys and all of our listeners are well aware that I feel very strongly that Minnesota has one standout above and beyond car event every year that I wouldn't miss. It's yes. called Wheels of Italy Under the Crazy Moon at Luna. That got canceled because the restaurant shut. Because of COVID.
1: Yeah, yeah. and it, I was so sad. I was like, like you said on your Facebook post, they could totally still have it in that location, just not associated with the restaurant.
0: Right, yeah. and the St. Paul Hotel owned Pazzaluna and the St. Paul Hotel hosted the buffet and all the other stuff, so they really were the the driving force behind this but yeah i bet we won't see it this year which sucks
2: well i mean it's also COVID this year but i'm hoping for 2021 i posted a link to the 2019 under the crazy moon um website coverage of it uh,
1: and,
2: and, and it, it kind of sucks that like it ended on a down year because nice. they had like all the really good cars weren't there because of the threat of severe weather oh yeah bummed. that's
0: right but, like, just do what I did. Just, like, put the
2: car cover on it for 20 minutes if you're worried about it. Well, I mean, it, it's one thing to fix a dent in a 355. It's not thing to fix a dent in a 250 GTO. It wasn't going to hail. Well, that's always the fear, though. Oh, what a great event. <laughs> know, right? I'm, I'm sure that these are, you know, this isn't exactly a bunch of poppers that are putting together the show. This is actually people of the money, so I'm sure they can talk to the St. Paul Hotel and get this happening. So yeah, I do hope so. Get if people to actually go mind. and like have a room in the hotel so that they'll actually you know, make money. I, I think that it could be a good thing for the hotel to keep it going, because then the hotel can make this into like a little mini concourse sort of thing for like sure. you know, midweek sort of thing. Yeah, I think so, they
0: have the facilities to do it without Pozzolino because I mean a lot of the stuff that they did if they had porta shitters a lot of the stuff they did was beer trailers and yeah. snacks outside anyway, so it's like they could definitely still handle that. I think the only reason it we went into Pozzolino <laughs> was to like, cash in on your free pizza token. That and to pee. <laughs>
2: yeah, exactly.
0: I... I think I had fifty dollars worth of Potsaluna gift cards that I let expire.
2: It's a bummer, but you can.
0: Did I black out of the? Uh, you are currently out. Your audio is back in, but your video is not yet. That's so irritating.
2: Anyway, um. Oh, so hey! Look, uh, a
0: black Fiat One Twenty Four, a Barth.
2: Yeah. Anyway, so uh, what I was saying was, they could easily just like keep this going without the Potsaluna name. Um, and like when I say like this could be good for the hotel, I mean like. Because you could actually market this as an event for people to come into town. You know, maybe have it be like, hey, you stay in the hotel, you get free entry. Like, if you're coming from out of town or something. Whatever you have. It is a free show. but It is a free show, I guess. I don't know. I feel like they could have a a way to, like, market this. You know, I think the key would be marketing this to... This
0: is a sponsored event, so I still think they could pull it off.
2: Yeah. I I, I think that it would be good for the hotel, too, because people stay at the hotel. I mean, that's the main thing, is you want people to drive sales. Um, I do
1: want to mention another car show that a big car show that was canceled. I think we probably already talked about it, but back to the fifties is also canceled. But the reason why they canceled it was not because of the coronavirus or, you know, COVID-19, it was because they didn't have, they said that they couldn't get together for planning. So I I just shows the aging of some of these uh, car show planning committees because like, A car show, yes. There's a lot of logistics, but we've planned car shows with Dan Bolto without even like having a Zoom meeting. So I've ever ever
2: been been in the same room with him while planning a car show. We have
1: a few times, but it wasn't on purpose. It was like on accident. Like he was like, we're making dinner together in his apartment. Like let's also (laughs) plan a car show. Like. You know, so, like, I just think it's really funny right now that a lot of these car shows are, quote-unquote, suffering because they aren't able to plan for an event mm-hmm. because they can't meet in person. And it's just, like, it makes me really think, like... It would have been canceled for
0: the- COVID, though. I mean, let's be Yeah, honest. it
1: would have. But, like, their reasoning was specifically, like, because it's a bunch well, of rumors. I believe pretty- in that. The- their excuse was, oh, we didn't have enough time to plan this year.
2: Mm-hmm. I feel- a pretty large amount of the people that I, I think they might actually have a trophy. For you still have to
0: fax or hand carry your registration for Back to the 50s. So I believe yeah.
1: that's, it's I it no, just goes actually, to show that like there needs to be some innovation with bigger car shows just because of like how old school they tend to be and i was thinking of it because i remember when i was talking about the art and bloom that i was like i'm gonna come up with an idea for a virtual car show that isn't just like take a picture of your car and submit it because people mm-hmm. do that all the time i thought of like a little location scavenger hunt where you just go to certain places that don't have a parking lot so you can't like Convene, but, sure. like, just take a picture of your car in these three different places from... Yeah, you could geocache,
0: essentially, with cars. That'd be cool. Uh-oh.
2: Jana, Jana your, your, your microphone. Jana <clears throat> yeah.
0: I was noticing in your coverage from last year, Ryan, uh, there's a picture of a car that looks just like...
2: Corey's, and then oh, also sir, yeah
0: there's a picture of me and my boss looking at a 308 next to my yes, 355
2: also because you were talking to your boss i didn't want to get in the way of that conversation i noticed the most beautiful thing in the world about that car and it's my it's still to date my favorite single design feature on a vehicle is the ferrari 308 door handle I oh think yeah that's the only curve in the whole car and i think that's <laughs> the most beautiful design door handle that just um, cannot be reliable so, Janet, you're back. You were talking about Art and Bloom and your idea for a scavenger hunt car show.
1: Yes, and uh, I came across this really pretty church in Frogtown that didn't have a parking lot, so, like, you wouldn't be able to convene at these locations, but just, like, to get people out and, like, not cooped up. But I know people are now doing social distancing car uh-huh. shows, which I don't think exists.
0: It doesn't.
2: <laughs> well... But the Boomer Parade is actually pretty good about that. Because uh, the Cottage Grove uh, Cruise Night, it, they actually, like, people are pretty good about stick like putting their old groups of people six feet apart. So, and it, it, that's, that cruise night, I think a cruise night works better for social distancing. Because yeah. the cars are coming to you, you're mm-hmm. not going to the car. And you can stay so, apart
0: while spectating.
2: Exactly, mm-hmm. and that's the big thing, is all these people are like, they're lining the City street for like a mile while all these boomers are creating their little muscle cars or whatever around. Well, it had,
0: Um, it wasn't even just boomers and muscle cars, it was a huge gamut of stuff. I mean, it was very similar to a Cars and Coffee turnout.
2: Yeah, I was actually, I I wanted (laughs) to go tonight, but oh well. (laughs) We had, I'd rather do the podcast and get that out, so I I will do it again next weekend. Uh, But But anyway. Let's see here. So do you remember that um, Subaru GL that embarrassed that? I sure uh, do. Yeah. Well, okay. now it's gone on to embarrass another vehicle. Now they've embarrassed the owner of the GL's dad's renegade. <laughs> and so... Oh, it's the
0: cringy the, fast lane guys again. But Yeah,
2: yeah. Whatever. I mean, it is what it is. However, they did a really good thing where they had this subaru which was not a low range gearbox gl it was just a normal gl Mm -hmm. with a normal transmission go against a renegade which is a jeep (laughs) and while this renegade like didn't you know it didn't like handily lose against the gl like the outback did where the transmission overheated on the outback (laughs) being like literally nothing um <clears throat> this Renegade, like, you would think that it should be able to, like, just destroy this GL off-road. You would think so. Like, with, especially with all the gadgets and stuff and how it has, like, the whole Ascent mode and, like, all the, like, off-road mode computer crap. Um, no, it did fine. It did totally okay. It comp- it completed the course. But the thing is, the Subaru GL completed the course, Oh, too. dude, this isn't
0: even a, uh... No, it's a Gladiator, Rubicon. Oh, sorry. Yeah, it, sorry. Wasn't yeah, it's even a Gladiator. A so
2: it's, <clears> sorry, <throat> it's an actual impressive. truck. Yeah. yeah, it's a real life truck. So yeah, it's a, it's a Jeep uh, Gladiator. They're big. Uh, and it's a it's a truck.
0: Rubicon as well. <laughs> Worth yeah, like big tires, deactivated sway bars. It's designed. It's
2: trail rated. Yeah, that's the Jeep like Gina. the off road Jeep pickup, and it is getting. It is just barely keeping up with a Subaru GL from 40 years ago. But that's pretty embarrassing. And the guy's like, yeah, look at this, I'm going at like a 38 degree angle downhill. And yeah, then the, the uh, Subaru G-
0: departure and arrival angles, so much better on the Subaru than they are on that Gladiator. But the Gladiator is also yeah. like 50,000 feet long.
2: And that's part of its issue. And it's having the length it's the overhangs, and the Gladiator has a huge rear overhang, and the Subaru doesn't. Mm-hmm. But Also, this Gladiator was designed for bros to take to Home Depot.
0: Well, it was, but it also has, like, that 3-to-1 transfer case. I mean, like, the the Rubicon puts a bunch of really expensive off-road hardware in those things.
2: Yeah, but, I mean, the vehicle itself was designed to go, you know, mall crawling. True, Whereas this Subaru was, at this point in time, was still being designed for the um, Hokkaido electrical company <laughs> like this is still being designed to get to like it, it's just designed to get the power lines here way off the beaten trail like trail while you have like minnesota winter levels of snow on the ground so like that's what this is made for and it is made to be reliable so there's a reason the subaru is kicking its ass because the subaru is not designed to be a normal vehicle it was just sold as a normal vehicle, whereas the Jeep <laughs> is designed as a normal vehicle and sold as an off road vehicle. Right. That's your difference in what they are. Um, so, yeah, I would like to see this. Uh, I love this. that
0: the Gladiators on Steelys, though. I actually kind of like that. Yeah, it does look pretty cool. I mean, so is a Subaru. Hearing aid beige. Are those not the Steelys on the Subaru? Those the silver
2: spoke things? Yeah, those <laughs> eight spoke Steelies. Yeah. I didn't know those were steel. Yep, yeah, it's also 4x140 leg pattern. Yeah, like, I see man, how like, massive
0: that fat boy is, but...
2: Huh. Hmm. Yeah, that, that, that is a very well, good Go button. GL8 or whatever that thing is called. No, it's just a GL. <laughs> like, it's not turbo or anything. Um, but yeah, so I, I would like to see this continue to take on like more impressive opponents. Like, yeah, seriously, just,
0: bring them on. If you're going to beat a Rubicon, you'll probably have fit for choice. Yeah, Until going, the engine like... overheats and that Subaru and it just poofs. <laughs>
2: well no that's the thing this is the ea71 this is the one where they were still like under they they were still really under stress this is when they were making like maybe 80 horsepower so it was still push rod engine it's a 1.6 like this this is the one you want um i really want to see my take on a land cruiser next (laughs) it should win i mean tiny
0: with i mean it's a good recipe
2: like th- this would be a really good series to continue. Like go find like find like, a nineties land cruiser, like, a luxury land cruiser, like take that, do like a Range Rover, <laughs> and then like at the end of the series, I don't know, like take like Iron Man Stewart's T one hundred. Like just keep going. See what he can do with it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's, this car it's, like, will even keep like a,
0: a Forerunner or something like that. It'd be fun to see.
2: That'd be really cool, yeah. Like, like uh the eighties forerunner or like a modern forerunner.
0: Uh yeah, either a second gen or a, like a fifth
2: gen with all the kit on it. Yeah, I think it'd be really cool. It'd be a really cool idea. Um, but yeah, so there's a post on Japanese nostalgia car about it. Um, you can check that out there. We have the, a link to the video on it. So mm. it's very, very cool. I love watching the Subaru GL just keep winning. It's just it's
0: even it's, I like seeing this, and I'm not a huge fan of Subaru. So
2: well, this is the thing: is vintage Subaru like <clears throat> it's all right? Not so the you know, like thing, yeah. BMW has the two very different communities. Uh huh. Like, you have like. You have old those that BMW put black kidney modern.
0: grills and grill stripes on their cars, and people that communicate yeah. via email
2: message boards. Yeah, that. Yeah. So, this one is vaping douche bros, like millennial douche bros, and then you have like disgruntled, like Gen X Australian people that are permanently sunburned. Like, those are your two groups. Like, there's no in between. <laughs> Naturally, I get along with the sunburned Australia. uh, Yeah, I would think so. Yeah. They like their oil cans of beer like I do, so... Well, everyone should like that. Bunch of
0: BB drinking shit. I can't say (laughs) the Australian words on here, because we'll probably get demonetized. Not that we're monetized, but... Speaking of Australia, I want to talk about something that isn't Australia, which is the UK. Which is basically (laughs) Australian without (laughs) crime. Yes, and... (laughs) people in the united states cannot discern the difference in the accent but i want you to guess a what is their best selling car in the uk and then how many units per month do you think they
2: move of this car well their best selling car used to be a ford mondeo um but people like suvs for caravanning in america it is not an SUV. I'm, i'm gonna say it's gonna be a ford ecosport very close,
0: but no, it's a Ford Fiesta. Oh. Which is way oh, better. <laughs> that's much more tasteful. Yes. And uh, how many well, units do you think sold? While the rest of the world's gotten worse, they've gotten better. In the UK, last month. How many do they sell? Or, er, yes.
2: Sorry, trimester. So, in the last four trimester. months. Sorry. Well, they got hit with... Oh, God. Because COVID throws a wrench in that. I'm going to say... God... 30,000 cars.
0: So they sold 15,987 units in the last 4 months. Yeah. And the reason why I mentioned that was <clears throat> because we have a very popular 2-door vehicle in the United States. Uh, it's not probably what you would think about, but it's the little Tykes Cozy Coupe.
2: Dude, and I had one. I loved my Cozy I Coupe. I also had one and it was very one,
1: too. My
2: parents still have I cozy Coop. So
1: what? Where? Up in the rafters.
2: My this... dad got it up in the rafters and he hasn't been able to get it back down.
0: <laughs> These don't break, though, so, like, I wonder, like, everyone just still must have theirs because, like, mine isn't yeah. broken. I just don't know where it is.
2: No. I know yeah, where, I know I... Mine isn't broken. I know exactly where it is.
1: <laughs> I... We... My parents are a big fan of passing stuff on, so, like, I don't have mine anymore, but it did go on to another family not broken, but I, I told them that it was always going to be at least worth 25 cents because I shoved a quarter in the gas cap and I could never get it out. And it was like <laughs> my game growing up was I shoved a quarter in it because I was dumb and then for the rest of time I tried to get that quarter out and I could <laughs> never do it.
0: As my wonder, strength and tools improved, I was
2: still yeah, unable to retrieve. That
1: was, That was my engineering, like, Feet was trying to get that quarter out.
2: I need. I need to put a cozy cute body on something. It's like not I, I, I really anything. need to get. I need to get like a small go kart and put a cozy cute body on it. No. It. It would
1: be. Stop it would be. Tough.
0: washing my dreams. I'm sure it's been done. You could probably buy one. But anyway, oh, the I, reason it, I bring this up is because we've now established that an entire country that's fairly prosperous has a favorite vehicle. Sorry, favorite yes. car, and we've established how much that's sold in the last four months. How okay. many of these do you think Little Tykes has sold in that same amount of time? Oh, shit. Um,
2: I don't know. There's a trillion of them, so everybody's getting used. No, no, no. Brand new. 30, 30 I know, but everybody's getting used, so probably 32,000 worldwide. 85,000 in the United States. That's two for every person you die in eDynam. What the hell? <laughs> yeah.
0: So these outsold Britain's favorite car three to one. In the last
2: four months. So there you go. Well, oh, wow. $50. So that's actually $20 less than it would be for a monthly payment on a Mitsubishi Mirage base model. So Boom. Oh, there you go. I, it was there a very endearing to... story, so I just had to. I love this.
1: <laughs> yeah, I really like that story. I like you that. You the... fire truck? <laughs> you get calls a coupe fire truck? Yeah, I've had a bunch of cozy coops in in my day because I don't know why, but they just kept giving them to us. And so I had an entire fleet for a while, and so I've had some, like, high-end ones, but my favorite was definitely the low-end red with yellow top. Like, that- I climbed on top of it, I did everything I could, but I never got the Barbie Jeep, which I'm very upset about.
0: Cozy. Cozy. I uh I like the cozy pumper.
1: <laughs> oh, this sounds adorable.
0: It's a gas oh, it's the so cozy
2: fuel pump. It's
1: so cute. Oh, I had that. had that. Yeah. that was awesome. another hand-me-down thing I have.
2: Are you allowed to buy that in Oregon?
1: What? Buy buy another one? Yeah. No. Can you,
2: no, can you buy it in Oregon?
1: Or oh, buy it in Oregon? I don't I don't yeah, think so. Fast. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Wow. All right, so people do hot rod cozy coops and I'm hundred percent on board with doing this. This looks awesome. Oh god! Wait, this dude has a cozy coupe with like some sort of flat four in it, and it's on like a ladder chassis. Oh but again, If yeah, you I Google hope. cozy coupe go kart, it, it, it is rewarding. I'm putting this uh, in the podcast notes because I'm not you clicking on it. You need to. Nope. This is great, dude. It, it, it's it, it is perfect. It's everything you would expect it to be. I'm it sure is it so is, real. Ryan.
1: We have an off-brand one at work and I had to rip because it had a little push bar on it and the kids kept getting it stuck up and I had to rip it off and, yeah. ours, and, and it keeps breaking so I maybe I just need to cave in and buy a little takes one that won't break.
2: Eric, just please put that link on the page because this is worth putting on the stream. This is Amazing! I don't even see it. Oh, there it is. Well, Jan, look at this. <laughs> it's a motorcycle. It's a Honda motorcycle engine in a cozy coupe. That's not in a cozy coupe. It's in front of it. <laughs> in, in the same way that you put a flathead into a Model T. I love this. <laughs> I would get this and bring it to the back to the fifties. Who's gonna fit in that? Me. <gasps> My son.
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> barely fit in those now, so I don't know how Ryan would fit into it, and I don't know how any like adult would fit in one of those. Yeah, I, I, I'm terrified.
0: I'm not sure like, that that would work.
1: I'm not sure either.
0: They should make um, an adult cozy coop. I don't know why they don't.
1: Yes, somebody made uh, a smart car. Yep, cozy coop. Yeah but oh. I wonder if they do have adult ones because there are people with baby fetishes so dude
0: that's so weird
1: it's so gross one of my villagers in Animal Crossing has uh, a baby fetish it keeps giving me baby onesies um, I'm gonna get them off my island uh,
2: so that's yes you there yeah. is
1: a there is a grown up you can get
2: a cozy coop body for a go-kart
1: Okay, so that's sort of. That's
2: so... almost there.
1: With the advent like, three D printing really
0: and laser scanning, of course you could.
1: Yeah. So, so I, I feel a 3D like. 3D print one. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, I, I would. I would totally buy one. I, I would like a co- uh, adult cozy coop so I could put it on a go kart body. I think that'd be hilarious.
1: <sighs> what did we start?
2: Yeah. Yep. You you absolutely ruined Jana's life. Um. So so speaking of things that that are ruins, um, I'm gonna talk about Nissan. Oh, (laughs) because Nissan's practically does it have to do with Carl's going? Uh, kind of, because he kind of stripped them all their money. It's part of the problem. You know the GTR50 that actually gorgeous Pininfarina happy 80th birthday by the way, or 90th birthday Pininfarina.
0: Nice, Um, snuck
2: that in. Yeah, I did sneak that in, because uh, this year is her 90th birthday. I'm sure we'll talk about it again. Um, anyway, so they actually are putting the GTR 50 into production, and the first production GTR 50 is done.
0: Oh, that's cool.
2: Yeah. So they did that, and it's actually super cool, because they uh, paid homage to the uh, Ken Murray Skyline. Um, What's that? The, my favorite skyline. It's the one just after the square body skyline from the 60s. It's the one that looks like a a 70s Mustang. If you click on the Japanese subject car link, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, But anyway, they did the GTR 50 uh, paint scheme on the very first production one to look... Oh, that's cool. Okay. To be an homage to the uh, first, Kin Murray, the nineteen seventy two Tokyo Motor Where Show. There's car. no photo of the car it's trying to mimic from the back. It, scroll down. Oh, from the back? Yeah. Oh, that is weird. Yeah, because that's like the best part of the Kin Murray. I'll get a Kin Murray Skyline rear end. I, I much prefer the styling of this, even though it's just clearly stapled onto an R thirty five. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, they had to. It still had to pass safety measures and everything. So tail um, are sweet. Here's a, yeah, the, If it, they put it, a manual it, on it, I would care. Yeah, I mean, the, the taillights are quite nice, Pop, and they did a very good job on them. Um, let's see here. I'm just going to go to Super Street's Cancer website. Here we go. I am posting this in the podcast notes, so you can see what the rear end of a Camarie looks like. So the Kimuri was like it came out in 1973, mm-hmm. right before the Saudi oil crisis. So they made like 173 GTRs of them before they had to put it out. Before they had to cancel the GTR until the R32. But uh, that's a picture of oh, the rear okay. end. Yeah, okay. it looked really good. I really like the rear end of that car. Um, but, Yeah, the side profile of it looks a lot like it I a, really like how like, this
0: thing looks. I wish they had done a little bit more with the side and I understand how they can't because it has to yeah. have the same structure. But yeah that's pretty the neat. car has a lot of presence when you see it in person. Well yeah it's probably the size of a
2: small moon like all R thirty fives. Well I mean like when when you see the GTR fifty like in presence like it's kinda like um how was that? there's another supercar that's like that where like I don't care about it. Murchilago. You see a picture of Murcielago, you don't care. You see it in person, you you suddenly care. Or like Aston Martin, you know. You see a picture of it, you go, "That's cool." We see Aston Martin drive past you on the freeway, you go, "Wow." Okay, I get it. You know. Does that make sense? Kind <clears>
1: of. <throat> okay. It's,
2: it's it's one of those things where it it, it it really doesn't really have an effect on you until you actually see it. And if uh, I don't think they had that there at uh, Monterey Car Week when you went. Um, but by the time I was there, they had it on full display. But it is absolutely just phenomenal looking in person. Because um, what you, do, you what you really lose in the photos is the depth of those taillights. Because those taillights are probably about five or six inches deep. So you like they, they like actually like go way into the body of the yeah, car. Yeah, they look like vanity yeah. mirrors. Yeah, and then. On the outside, they they did kind of give it a little bit of a wide body sort of look. But, yeah, I, I know what you mean with, like, the doors and stuff. I feel like it's kind of missing something between the door and that rear wheel arch. That kind of makes it look a little meh. But, you know, it's, it's also a 10-year-old design.
0: What does the 20 mean on the rear flank?
2: Uh, the, the number of years that the R35 has been in production. Oh, here we go. It's not clear what the 20 on the rear flank meant, where the show car said Skyline. <laughs> Literally, a Japanese nostalgia car doesn't know. Nobody knows. So, I assume that is some sort of joke for the fact that the R35 has been in production forever, because we first heard about the, the R35 coming out in Gran Turismo 4, which came out damn near 20 years ago. That is hard to understand, but yes, you're right. That game yeah. has been around a long time. <laughs> yeah, it's been a mm-hmm. long time since we heard about that. I mean, that's when the R35 was yeah. first like debuted, wasn't? G? Maybe, so maybe it's some sort of weird cheeky joke that we don't understand.
0: Yeah, maybe it is twenty. Yeah, maybe twenty years of the design.
2: Yeah, that might be it. Because I mean, like, cause it was two thousand four. I'm I'm sure they because they they discontinued the R34 in two thousand one. they started working on the R35 then. So, yeah, maybe it's 20 years since, it G- since they started designing the those. 2003? 2004? It was 2004. It okay. was 2004, yeah. <laughs> maybe that was the whole joke. It's just that it's been around forever. I mean, it it is an old design. It's really old, and it shows its age. I was actually talking to Ben about this, and I'm like, I just. Because Ma- uh, Mazda, they came out with their new RX Vision for Gran Turismo, mm-hmm. uh, for Gran Turismo Sport, and a DLC that just came out. Um, looks great, by the way. But th- since they couldn't do an actual reveal of the RX Vision, this is the reveal of the RX Vision for like how the Grand Touring car is going to look. So it- it's like weird that they like did that in this game. I, I'm like, I'm the jury's out for how I feel about this and I hope they don't have to do it after COVID. I like it, but like, is this going into production? Is it like a, a one-off? Yeah. Well, no, th- this, so this is the thing is the RX vision, the new Mazda mm-hmm. is, um, they're doing, they put this, they were originally going to do a reveal from what I understand. And then this was going to come out after the fact but since they couldn't do the reveal of the car in person because of COVID, this is fi- effectively the reveal of the car. Is that they're doing the GT version and then once they can actually do a debut with a real-life car, they'll do that later. Okay. Uh, but apparently the car will be going into some sort of production um, and it'll be something along these lines. But I'm a uh, big fan of that. I really like that they've snuck elements of every single previous Mazda rotary vehicle into this. It, the, the more you look into it. Because it's got the RX-3 front grille. It's got the taillights from the RX-7. Um, I, I saw something as RX-2 the first time I saw it. And I can't remember what it is. Like every single generation of rotary powered sports car that Mazda's done has something worked into the element of this vehicle. I just thought that was a really cool little thing that they did. And uh, I'm much more excited about this than I am of the RX. 35 whatever (laughs) i've had 10 years to be excited about that car no i think that the name
0: is unfortunately close to the um the volkswagen
2: electric platform vision though oh yeah it's really weird isn't it well i I imagine once they actually put it in production it's not gonna be the rx vision i think it's rx vision because that's a working concept title because I'm, I'm not sure if they're going to call it the RX-9 or if they're going to call it a Cosmo. Right, yeah. It'll be something it I'm be... sure with some lineage and history based on
0: the rotary engine.
2: Yeah, and they'll probably break up the name. Because like, depending on how this the street version of this car turns out, if this car turns out to be more of a Grand Tour like, sort of car, like a Mercedes uh, GTR sort of thing, it'll probably have a Cosmo name. But if it turns out to be more of like a performance based car like a R35 um, they might go with the RX name I just I kind hope I it's r- a
0: little more squishy and they call it a Cosmo that's a cool name and it hasn't been around in so long
2: it is a great name and the RX-8 they called the RX-8 and they should have called that the Cosmo and it would have done so much better because the RX-8 sucks. Well, we can't call it the Cosmo because it's a girly drink in America <laughs> I know right uh, some garbage like that yeah. I, no, call it the Cosmo, please. Like, we like cosmopolitan things. Also, Cosmos are great. If you're mad about that, fight me. Ah, the Mazda Cosby. <laughs> or wait, no. <laughs>
0: no, it doesn't date rape you. <laughs> it doesn't Maybe exist like, yet, Ryan. You never
2: know. <laughs> it's got a Mercedes V6. Oh. A tiny chance. <laughs> That'd be the ultimate troll. Like Mazda's, like cash app card, like that everybody excited for a rotary engine and they put a Mercedes V six and just ruins your life.
0: No no no. It has to be an <laughs> Audi V six. What's it? has gotta be something that's even worse. What is the worst engine that can contract from somebody to put in that?
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, it wouldn't even be like the Audi three no. It'd be like the out it'd be like an Audi like three T. No.
1: But those like are
2: solid. I'm Well, uh, a 3.0T at stock power levels is solid. As soon as you do anything to it, it comes apart at the seams. Yeah. But it would be it would be like a tuned 3.0T. Oh, oh my god, gosh. that'd be, I'd be so upset. That'd be the ultimate troll. Like I would I don't know how I'd like, feel about that. Like, it's just like the ultimate portrayal. Especially when they're my... developing that beautiful inline
0: six and everything already too. <laughs> but Yeah, we didn't have it done in time, so what we did, we went over <laughs> to Audi and we uh we bought their 3.0T. And then we made it make 500 horsepower.
2: Well, Toyota used a BMW engine, so we thought we should follow suit. So oh. we were making it in Lens 6, but it's not ready, so Audi. A new corporate 2-liter <laughs> German. Oh, gross. That's, just the, that's the new Mazda Miata engine. Oh. Disgusting.
0: What if, what if they contracted from BMW, <laughs> Audi, and Mercedes... And, like, yeah, uh, whatever they gave us, we put in the car. So you don't <laughs> even know which corporate German two-liter you're going to get. <laughs> it,
2: it, it's 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 like buying a British Leyland car from, like, 1974. Yes. <laughs> <Just> yep. Like, <laughs> All the OEMs. <laughs> just, it, you can have, like, a steering wheel from, like, a Morris Mini. It's going to be, gonna like, Triumph Spitfire. Or a... <laughs> And AMC. We, we ran it. We ran out of the correct rear end, so and you got a rear end out of an Austin Princess.
0: <laughs> yeah, so that was like that for twenty minutes,
2: and then we got our supply back. So, also, you have one cylinder head stud that is actually made out of aluminum because we ran out of iron. I'm sorry.
0: So it's torqued it to break. like
2: forty foot pounds. It's probably good. <laughs> but just it might be a prop. It. Might be a prop. If it does break. If it does break, it's guaranteed to ruin your cylinder head while you're at it. It's <laughs> just like some... Oh God, I'm really happy that auto manufacturers have their shit together more than British Leyland did these days. <laughs> this doesn't would... take much, Ryan. <laughs> no, it's a really low bar. I mean, even, even Audi's like got their shit together better than them. That's true. Oh my God. <laughs> oh God, that sounds gross. Anyway,
0: British Leyland. We uh, That's uh we, we should
2: trade. I feel weird ending the episode on that. On British um, Leyland? On British Leyland sucking. Because I actually like a lot of British things.
0: Well, they made... You know, Top Gear made that uh, Pink Floyd dub with all the creaks and rattles and squeaks from the BL cars they had.
2: Oh, that's true. They did. Um, so, here. I'm going to end on something nice. Did you know it's Studebaker? It, Alright, so... You know how we have like fancy luxury pickups today oh god yeah like the lincoln blackwood yeah the lincoln blackwood do you know do you want to see what the original version of that was from the 1950s i think i'm
0: actually aware of this but yes why don't you show me
2: studebaker did a hail mary like right before they went out of business in 1955 when they made their e5 pickup and this is one for sale and bring they're actually kind of cool but like you can see how like Studebaker's like oh shit the foreman of the repair sh- of the uh, construction yard needs a vehicle to drive, so let's give him this. <laughs> and it's got a Studebaker Inline Six. It's super nice looking, but yeah, it, there you go. That, that's what we're going to end on is the luxury, the first luxury pickup, the Studebaker E5. Yeah, I
0: mean this one looks in exquisite condition. Look at all the yeah. equipment.
2: mm I'm pretty sure it's Rastamonded. when I'm looking at this dashboard that looks shockingly modern. Yeah. I would Studebaker. That instrument cluster, dude? I don't know about that one.
0: It, I don't know. It doesn't say anything about it not being original. Oh, well, got flathead inline six.
2: You, yeah, you're, you're right. This might actually be a original thing. But anyway, this is a very cool truck. So when you're buying a Lincoln Blackwood, just think, you could be buying a Studebaker E5. And this cool. one, you could even buy this one. Yeah, you could buy this one right here from Brantrailer. Six trailer. days and left. It would be way
0: cooler, actually. Oh, yeah. Show up on a job site in one of those?
2: Dude, show back to the 50s in this thing. Yeah, yeah, whatever. This thing's so cool. You can
1: do anything with that truck.
2: <laughs> you can go to prom. You can go to work.
0: That's what you can do. You can do and whatever you, can you need. you can take the hogs oh, to market on Monday. <laughs> oh,
2: my God. They, they post a picture of the included... Um, Studebaker like brochure book about it and it shows a V eight which this vehicle is not equipped with. <laughs> you could have had this. Oh yep. <laughs> mm.
0: Outstanding in power, the new nineteen fifty five Studebaker trucks.
2: Yeah, mm. that's actually a pretty cool truck. So I feel I feel good ending on something happy like that <laughs> without having to ask you what you learned. So. Good because
0: you know I didn't learn anything more.
2: Nope, and I just, I'll just i continue telling you things Ooh. about She I got so. that uh,
0: that engine for the IS almost completely back together now. I
2: saw, I saw that. You did that today. Yeah, I While started
0: today with a short block and uh, the wrong cylinder head completely apart, and then I completely did assembled you, the new cylinder head and threw it together. Was that the
2: engine block that you got from RBMW? Yep. Tight. Yeah, it's just... And then what was the cylinder head that you ended up using? The head is Airbnb.
0: actually from that garbage 5 Series... Oh, okay. So you use the, the, so he the okay. car's
2: original head, and then mm-hmm. you just put it on a better bottom end. Yep. That's pretty cool. So pretty I freshened it up
0: as much as I could, and I swapped two valves, because the top had, it was really pitted from having no valve adjustment done on it ever. Ooh. <laughs> so it's just a lot of lash. But anyway, yeah, that, that, should be, that should be cool. So I'll keep people posted on when that's finally done and ready to dump in the car. But it's looking...
2: Very. I saw pictures. So far, it looks pretty cool. I have so. spent
0: more time cleaning and freshening that engine than I ever have on any engine in my entire life.
2: Well, you want to do right by your your C-strand's car. You know, you don't want to just throw it together and stick it in the market. You yeah, might be at right least it's here.
0: a cylinder head. I mean, the block is fucked, but whatever.
2: <laughs> you you get some get some stuff out of it. Yep. Yeah. I'll use Morgan oh, too. So, bring. bring a tra- I'm just I'm looking through other brand trailer listings right now. They got some really cool stuff. They got an oval window beetle an allard a feel leaf corvette oh my god i'm not i'm not gonna ruin everybody's day (laughs) go waste your money well don't waste your money go on brain trailer buy cool things become financially stable then go waste your money yes don't waste it become financially stable and then buy yourself an allard or the world's cleanest x70 cresta hell yeah this thing's awesome
0: so this is what it's like to uh, talk with Ryan, everyone, just yeah. so you know.
2: Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm, <laughs> we're this is what it right like here. all day. <laughs> all right, we're in the episode right here. <laughs> so anyway, have a great week, and we will see you next week. And,
1: oh, it's already <laughs> been Memorial Day at this point,
2: yep. so. Yep, happy, happy post-Memorial Day.
1: So, so we should just have said that two, up, two episodes ago. No, 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 that's
0: no, fine. This, uh, this episode drops after Memorial Day, but the last one will not, so. Oh, happy. well, we, we should have that one episode ago. ago.
1: Well, it's fine.
0: Bye, guys! <laughs>